17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. Do you think that he's essentially a lock to receive the tag? Do you think that the Ravens will allow him to move forward in free agency and say, you know, get back to us? Yeah, I, I think, well, I, I definitely don't think they'll let him walk out the building. You know, I, I think one way or one, one way or another, he'll be in Baltimore uh, next season. Um, I think the most likely outcome is the franchise tag. Uh, but I do think they'll try to get something done. I just, if I'm the Ravens, I'm cautious about getting a deal done with Matabike, a long-term deal done with Matabike right now. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think if they get a deal done, a long-term deal done with him right now, that's a win for him because his value will never be as high as it is today. It just really won't be. Um, I don't, I'm not, I think, I think Matabike is a really good player. I think this, what he did this past season was kind of a, um, a, a build up to this point. Um, but it, and it took some time for us to to see him play at this level. And I just look at the position of def, of an interior defensive lineman, and you look at the fact that Matabike had 13 sacks, leading all interior defensive linemen. Is can he replicate that? Is is my question because that's what you're paying for. You pay him right now. You're paying for him to be an elite interior pass rusher and not just be a guy that probably sets up other people. You're paying for production at that point. And when I look at some of his, uh, his win rates and I, I, I think, I think Matabike is one of the better defensive tackles in the league. I just don't know if the guy we saw this season is who he truly is uh, through and through. I don't know if that's who he'll be, who he'll be for the next five seasons. Um, and I think for the Ravens, they need to figure out what his floor is. What is what is what are they willing to accept from Matabike to where they will deem it a success? Um, is that seven to eight sacks and he's a tear in the run game and he is still a force in terms of a pressure guy and uh from the middle of your interior defensive line um or are you you know hoping that he is this 10 to 13 sack guy a year and is kind of like the second coming of Aaron Donald and and is the next premier interior pass rusher what do they truly think of him and I don't think that they can answer that right now based off of the sample that we've been given to this point in his career again this season was great but it's his only great season I'm of the mindset of you got to show me again and I think that's what the Ravens are doing it'll be an expensive show me again on the franchise tag but that's the route I would I'd rather go that route than lock myself into some you know five-year you know, hundred plus million dollar deals, something like that, because we're talking about an elite pass rush. That's what they would be paying him as an elite interior pass rusher. He's going to break the bank. I mean, uh, my man, uh, Chris Jones is about to get 30 plus million this year. And Chris Jones is on the wrong side of 30. Now, granted, he's a stud completely. Um, but that goes to show you when you have a guy like that and the Ravens may believe that they do in Justin Matabike, you're going to have to pay. It's almost like 
paying off, you know, it's obviously not the same as the quarterback, but it's, it's the same thing where you're reluctant because you don't know what it's going to be like going forward. But right now, you, you don't, it's not many of them in the league. Matabike has shown himself to be a possible one. Now make him show me again. Yeah, uh, to, for reference, um, defensive tackle, franchise tag for 2024 is um, projected to be 20.9, so uh, roughly 21 million on average um, that he'll receive. And to your point, basically, like a lot of guys play very well on their contract years because, you know, they're trying to get some extra money. Now, I don't know how that works in terms of like if you're on a, a franchise tag, do, are you if you're able to play at a high level two years in a row, do you just say, all right, you're worth the money or do you just feel like – this is somebody that's playing, it's overachieving because they are trying to get a big payday. I mean, at that point, you know, if if he it doesn't it doesn't even matter. The player yeah. won at that point. He wins. You know, if he goes out there next year and gets 13 and a half sacks and is just as dominant, if not more dominant, next year than he was this year, what are you gonna do at that point now? He probably outprices himself, you know. Yeah, that's a valid point probably outprices himself at that point and you know and already kind of probably ticked them off using the franchise tag the year before so it'll I don't know if they'll even be able to meet that at that point and mm-hmm. maybe Travis Jones is the second who knows who knows how it goes but yeah if he if a player goes out there and balls out on the franchise tag they deserve whatever they get at that point in my opinion yeah, I, I, it'll be very interesting to see because, like you said, you know, last year was his biggest year, and for obvious reason. Look, and so sometimes too, players are slow starters, and mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes money, you know, puts you in a position to step your game up a little bit, right? But also. It's very possible that, you know, I mean, year one, year two, year three, you know, is still learning years for some and some learn faster than others. But it will be interesting to see um, how the Ravens handle this, because, again, as we talked about in the last segment, I mean, you know, they're they're still trying to pinch pennies. And as far as I'm concerned with the whole like. Um, signing Michael Pierce and signing Aguilar and changing the contract of Odell. So the, the voided years money um, doesn't affect the cap. And um, while it'll go up considerably for 2024, I mean, there's still other moves that's going to have to be made. And then there's Lamar's contract that's going to start eating up on the cap. So um, I'm interested to see how this goes. And, and I'll be quite honest with you, Cordell. I haven't really looked at the, uh, the, list of defensive tackles that are up for free agency. I mean, I know that Chris Jones is, but a mm-hmm. uh, caliber player that you feel like if you lose Matabike, well, this guy can fit in. Because I don't think Chris Jones, I don't think that, that well, if Chris Jones is going to command that kind of money, I, you might as well keep who you have, I guess is my yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I'm I'm looking at a couple of them now. I mean, they're on the upper side. Of, uh, they're, they're pretty older. Uh, you already mentioned Chris Jones. Chris Jones is uh, about to be 30, I think, right now. Um, DJ Reader, Fletcher Cox, who's already 30 plus, Sheldon Rankins. Um, those, I mean, those are kind of Christian Wilkins, um, is, is one it looks like. Um, and he's an unrestricted free agent, so he's probably going to be one of those names that you mentioned as well. Javon Kinlaw, uh, is as well. So, I mean, there's there's some guys there, but when you look at what Matt Abike did, he put himself in an elite 
you know, category, and he's, and he's still young. This is a guy who's just now hitting the end of his rookie deal. Um, yep. And I would also say about Matabike, and, and I don't, I'm not, I don't want to make it seem like I'm knocking him. I, I, I really like Matabike a lot, uh, more as a person than I do as a player, for reference. Uh, but just given the other side of the coin. I wouldn't be, you know, if you're the Ravens, you probably are looking at how much did guys like Clowney and Van Noy and and all, you know, who were able to have great years of their own, how right. much did they help in, in, in his success yep. this year. Um, we know is, is, is as disruptive as anybody. His motor goes as, as fast as anybody's out there. So how many sacks did they help get for him? We saw Patrick Queen, who was a great blitzer this year, on some of those stunts, opening things up. The scheme itself. I remember early in the season, we had a conversation when the sacks weren't, where it seemed like the Ravens had to blitz to get the sacks, and we were talking about whether or not we were worried about that. I said the scheme. I, I trusted the scheme to be able to continuously get them sacks, and it did two years in a row. Uh, right. So um, I think all of those are factors when you talk about investing this kind of money into that position. 